0: the
1: Daily Talk Show. A conversation, sometimes worth recording, with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket.
2: It's a Daily Talk Show, everyone, live from New York City. And live from Washington Square Park. Thank you, TJ. We've
0: we've got a special guest with us. It's um it's nice when your know, sort of worlds collide with friends from back home when you're overseas and that's what happened has happened right now you're josh making,
2: pitterman you're making it sound like we bumped into josh just well in uh, well you did <laughs> i mean it was organized
1: but <laughs> <laughs> you did but we, we basically did and so josh welcome to the daily talk show oh good to be here thanks what, what do we call it? is it is it jj and tj yeah you can you can uh, that can you, be our radio you, names what
0: i love about you is you you sort of pick up You've, like, your like rapport with people is super quick. Like when I first met you, I think you called me TJ pretty quickly, and I appreciate that. You f- it feels you feel like your friend straight away.
2: Pittman's got the like he's very onto it. He, he,
0: definitely.
1: He, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's a thing. But some people don't, like really don't appreciate yeah. it. Like because yeah. I, like, I, I call myself the great equaliser. Like no one is, no oh, one Nick is better Lane. than you, and no one is worse than you. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and that, that's a sort of that's a it's like an empathetic thing, but it's also like uh, something that people hate if they if they feel yeah. like they're far superior to you so when you <laughs> start throwing the nickname straight up and then yeah
0: yeah the worst yeah. is when you write an email to someone and use a nickname and then they respond back and they just have their, their full name their full name yeah. at the bottom and with they've
1: be-
2: written it with with regards or yeah <laughs> best yeah best <laughs> yeah or don't even put hello they just say tommy or it would be tom like how many people write to you tommy and just to- write tom yeah tom you,
0: a few people use that i disown them as friends I just get rid of them
1: have you ever had the email and then that you've you've gone in with the um with a the man or the mate or the whatever and they've gone in with prefix and and is it (laughs) prefix and suffix where they're like yeah like dr tommy jacket a-o (laughs) 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 um well let's just paint before we sort
0: of work out who josh is and um and what the hell you're doing here because I think that will kind of uh, uh, you know evolve over the episode but we are sitting, like, we've just... Josh and I were just um, giving some commentary to a squirrel running up a tree. It's like...
1: It's I love the squirrels. And we said that they're like possums back home, but I don't think they are. Well, I think I it's, a, it's a sexier sort of um, rodent. <laughs> <laughs> just the word
2: rodent can't be connected yeah, exactly. to sexy. <laughs> I'm a sexy rodent. <laughs> well, that one going up the tree had some yeah. well, some panache.
0: They're cute. <laughs> they're so much cuter than a possum. And yeah, What yes, I was saying yeah. was I wonder if locals think... That they are how we feel about possums. Like yeah. possums are annoying. They eat your fruit. Yeah. They shit everywhere and they piss. Yeah,
1: and, and they and they sound like like an aggressive tiger <laughs> out of out of your window at night. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to freak out when I was growing up about it. Like I was like some some large you know puma or cat is like is out my window. It just they, turns out they're possums having sex. Yeah, they can sound <laughs> like babies yeah.
0: crying too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean jokes on them when they used to die. Underneath our house, actually, no jokes on us because <laughs> it used to come through our um, the stench. Yeah, the, through our heating system throughout the house. Oh, yeah, we were.
1: It's a comedy show, just seriously jokes. <laughs> <yeah, laughs> it was
0: horrible. <laughs> um, so, Josh, I met you a couple of years ago at an event, and then we started doing. I did some. I made a video for you. Yep. And then, uh, and then you did all the videos on my album. Yes, and then I they've really got around to, mate. Your, to your other passion. So you've kind of had a few things where you were. I met you when you were in the video, uh, the um, fitness fitness, world, yeah. fitness space. You had a a business called Pit Fit, and that that was a passion for you, was it? Yeah, yeah,
1: it was a, little, a, a passion project. It, it was a side project that became a full frontal project. Yeah. Um, but then uh, since sort of sold that off and back to the the real full full frontal project, which is my performing career. Yeah. 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 Well, we're in the the heart of. It, is this the heart of musical theatre this... this is this is the Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, this is like um the wailing wall for a Jew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, it's uh it's a pretty special place. It's always very inspirational coming to New York and seeing things on Broadway and Yeah. Um just you know, immersing in the in the culture of it. It's just it's the best. It's like so there's no cool. other way to describe it. I just um it, it like it just fills up my cup so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's I always the, come back from this.
2: What's the really big good. difference between sort of amateur theatre and. Because I guess everyone has to go through the whole sort of spectrum, starting off in school and then doing the sort of. Like, how, how what's much the of a difference. Yeah, in the sense of like the vibe and the community. Because it, does it just sort of like flow up? Do people just eventually I go through I actually pro? think the
1: community element of theatre, um, whether it be straight theatre or musical theatre, is um, sort of standard across the board. Yeah. There's something about doing theatre that. Um, it 's a vulnerability it 's an openness it 's a sharing it 's a trust thing that that makes you have these wonderful friendships with people and um, and great pissy nights and great sing alongs and um, you know people coming out and, and sharing their sexual identities and so much goes on in those w- worlds regardless of whether it 's high school amateur um, college mm. or you know, being, being on Broadway. Well, so could,
0: so, if you think so you that's know, the
1: wonderful thing about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the quality of talent, obviously, from uh, <laughs> yeah. from my Year Eleven production of Fame, yeah. playing Tyrone Jackson, uh, a black man, a white a white person playing a black man, so illegal. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> to, to you know, going off and doing things now. How do know, they? How, Broadway do, standard is, oh.
0: how do they tackle
1: that now? Does anyone play that character as Absol- a white person? Just it's just not on. Wasn't there that thing at, on um, hey hey, it's Saturday. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, was, I think yeah. that was like and and Harry Connick was one of the judges, and I think he just w- walked off. He's just like, this is nah, – not we cannot.
0: This is wrong. Yeah, so people thought it was wrong back then, but it just wasn't well, that made was, its way, way to that Australia. Was, that, that was
1: sort of mid two thousand when it happened on Hey Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which has been oh, wrong no. everywhere else in the world for a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Racist Aussies like, oh, yeah, we'll just blackface. <laughs> yeah. Until 2005,
0: It yeah. blows my mind seeing people in footy clubs still doing that shit. It's is like, it still happening? Do you not know, even if you don't quite understand the – Concept, don't you realize that you'll get beaten online for it? Yeah. Like yeah. if that's all you're going to worry about is just how you're going to come across and if you're going to ke- get a few hecklers, forget about the racist bit. It's, yeah. it's clearly racist.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the um, uh, most recently, there's the whole Serena Williams thing. And oh other. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I th- I we don't really cover massive topics, so no, that's I think, about that's we, we do when we're in go New York. So <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> let's I <laughs> <let's, let's laughs>
1: um, Yeah, they've they got a, a, a decent track record of being pretty racist, yeah, yeah. and when you when you travel internationally, um, yeah, you hear about it. Like yeah. we, yeah, we, we cop it. What but is that? Observa- what is the observation? Yeah, we're just think it- absolute yeah. racists. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, we're shocked. And what do you think it comes from? Because I feel like it's it's not from a malicious place, or even thinking negatively towards people. It's just this sort of. Maybe I, I don't know Where does Larrican, it come from Nonchalant yeah.
1: sort of yeah. Carefree society you know, That worries, we've got like, Yeah everything's sort of a, a bit of a joke And no one takes anything yeah, Too yeah. seriously Even as I'm saying that Like my Aussie accents Just lifted it up a notch I just feel <laughs> yeah, like Yeah 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 I just
0: cracked a VV I bought one There's a, one around the corner <laughs> I was going to say I just cracked a it fat <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's um, our sorry. classic line Of the Daily Talk show <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know you knew The tagline um, We've got a lot of dick jokes <laughs> On this
0: show There's been hundreds really? over the episodes uh, um, so I've got two Josh friends Josh Pitterman and Josh Jansen one can sing and one can't sing yeah. and you know what it's the one that can't yes, sing one? that actually <laughs> sings
2: more often <laughs> do you sing a lot Look I do like to yeah, I like that he <laughs> No no, 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 no. I was to to meeting Josh bar last night. I do, I like a bit of, like I don't I'm not much of a nightlife person which I think is a good thing because otherwise karaoke would be yeah a big part but no He's I was a
0: sober guy at karaoke which is the most weird thing yeah. is that because you want to make sure that you're impeccable vocal <laughs> yeah. <yourself>? yeah,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly no but I think that I was when I was uh, in high school I was in a band with my brother we will called Jake and the Fat Man I used to weigh 120 kilos and I about so to say I, your name's Jake <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, work it out and um Nearly every variety night, we would over over bake it. We'd do like ten minutes of a big melody of all. Uh, sorry, a medley, medley? of yeah. all these. It didn't go what, down what too songs? well. Uh, a lot of like really uh, off, a lot of like offspring? the Offspring, Blink One Eighty Two. You can really just yell those songs. Bit of you? Missy Higgins. Actually, that was the the fight. My brother. So, hold and up. I had. So you
1: you switch from like. All the small things two. to the special you left two. A card, a bar of soap, and a scrubbing brush. Neg- <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's got a good Aussie sort of. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You go from like that that clown impersonating sound, which was the Blink One Eight Two. Wow, that's To to sounding like Blinky Bill. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sorry, Missy, you the, sound the, great. The, you, love good. you, Missy. Oh my God, <laughs> this is so awkward. You know, the, 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 the reality is,
0: Missy's husband could possibly listen to this.
2: Yeah, he's a podcast he's a fellow podcaster is and he's yeah. his- <laughs> like, Oh, is oh he? god.
1: Buck. I actually when I was doing the 10 Tenors, um, I was I had uh, like emo time on the on the tour bus, you know, spent a lot of time on those tour buses and I listened to the sound of white on repeat. I was missing my girl at the time and I just like would just sit in the bus and just cry listening <laughs> listening to Missy, like she she really got me so I may be taking the piss out of the Blinky Bill thing, but, no, but I, yeah, I, I, she, I,
2: I mean, she's, I great. she's <laughs> great. She's <laughs> one, one, of of one of the greats. I, I did a whole, uh, about five years ago, I had an internet radio station. I had about 10 listeners every uh, day, so big numbers. Uh, never bothered with an APRA license. Never <laughs> <laughs> worried about that. I felt like if you can have more people in a bedroom listening to music, <laughs> I don't need to worry about licensing. <laughs> <lasting. laughs> <laughs> that was sort of my defense anyway. But we did it for Australia Day. We did Missy Higgins all day, Australia Day, oh, playing classic. back-to-back Missy oh. Higgins. It was great. What's your it's, favorite? I, know, I do like Scar just yeah. because it's a um, it's just a classic and I loved the piano I actually love the music video too do you yeah, remember yeah, that yeah, with the yeah, piano yeah, I
1: like yeah. do like that one but what's the one where she's in the car driving the country I don't know um, I, oh it'll come to me
2: if it comes to you Josh we'll, <laughs> we'll put see it, in it in the show yeah, notes. Josh. put it in the no but the um, Carol oh, I got King it. oh yeah go in and on. she does a little
1: flick off my clothing oh, oh yeah that's yeah. fucking
2: that's good yeah yeah that's. Yeah, see. taste this- it
1: rolling off your tongue she has that little flick yeah yeah. Um, I'm like oh she also <laughs> is a yodeler well we
2: the um, Carol King yes she's, she's yeah. very talented woman. yeah Carol King's right, some songs. right. Um, uh, you were the or you still are the male lead
1: it finished of, three weeks ago yeah no. but in Brizzy now or no is that done no it's, it's done the whole Aussie Seen and the show was closed in Australia. Amazing. Yeah. So how how many months were you uh, doing from that? go to woe, It was about thirteen months. Wow. Three hundred and seventy shows.
0: Yeah. Wow. And yeah. we caught up when you were in Sydney and you were sort of in the thick of it. Th- yeah, you thick, were- of,
1: thick of. Oh no. We caught up right between the Sydney and Melbourne seasons. We had a, I had a week off and that's when I did all that album yeah work with you. Yeah. Um, and, and how was the, how was the experience? Unbelievable. I mean, the show is. The show's incredible. It, like, it ended up winning five awards in Australia, um, including Best Musical. and It's just, it's just an, an amazing story of one of the most um, profound songwriters of the 20th century. She is the most successful female songwriter of the 20th century. And, and people sort of know Tapestry, that um, you know, sort of iconic seminal album for so many people, especially the generation before us. Um, it just has so many hits. I so. will
0: admit, when Josh um, said, "Oh, I'm in Carol King, the music," like who's Carol King? I legit said that, but but no, a lot of no, Aussies no, are like that. In defence, when I did hear some of the songs she's written, yeah, I did know. Yeah, everyone knows. First, it. Please, the, I feel
2: the earth move under I asked, asked Josh who uh, can um, sing to sing stand. it that, that was actually my pump up song though. I, I can't go that high the, I couldn't even go that low <laughs> let's be honest my, my range is about yeah, two exactly. notes um, I've got Missy Higgins I can't even do Missy Higgins well
1: uh, what else are you uh, you've got a friend oh, well, James Taylor made that a hit as well um, will you still love me tomorrow I mean there's just hit after hit but what people sort of didn't know about her is before uh, 71 when tapestry came out her and her husband jerry goffin her first husband um who you played th- who i played yeah um wrote 50 top 40 hits together wow from 59 to 71 what makes it- oh you make me feel like a natural woman like that's the, <laughs> yeah. the, the sort of the big one for how's Arieca. that go how's that go yeah no go no, no i just feel, come on.
2: It go josh feel like a natural what wo- is it yeah, a natural no, woman? No, that's not how it, how it
1: goes is, but you y- y- saw was there
2: you make me feel like a natural woman, yeah, that's
1: woman. What? Yeah, yeah, you got Maybe to the do the BBs. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, I think that's You do both parts. You uh, do the I lead did. and the BBs. Look, I've, I've done it before. Skilled. I, I <laughs> harmonise
2: my own voice. Can you actually, can you live harmonise? Is that yeah, a thing? It's a um, uh,
1: Himal- Himalayan... Um, throat singing <laughs> involves <laughs> yeah it's like they make multiple sounds you know who sort of does do it is um, Missy Higgins <laughs> you know what I thought it and I was like you know what
2: I'm done with beating Missy and you did it anyway I think
1: uh, um, who, who's the um, the, the beatboxer who um, um, Joel who's an no, American no, no. Australian Amer-
2: Oh. oh oh Razel Razel yeah he does Yeah
0: if your mother only knew that
2: if <laughs> your Oh he beatboxes as well
1: oh. <laughs> He's so is skilled
2: that, yeah. <laughs> That's, like, a, that's literally I'm yeah. pretty sure that I did do a few um rehearsals for Jake and the is, is Man just, to do isn't that Isn't it um cats and dogs <laughs> I don't know what it's that uh, No boots and cats boots and Cats. was boots and that the and oh, cats oh, and yes, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Isn't that that's what Siri does if you ask Siri to beatbox Yeah, yeah she does She do it right now
0: Beatboxing oh, was a Hang on I'm going to say um, can you beatbox? Here we go. Here's one I've been practicing: boots and cats and
2: boots and cats and cats <laughs> and cats and boots and cats and cats <laughs> <laughs> and cats and cats and cats and cats Yeah. cats Yeah, cats and cats and no it's, it's, no, no, it's not that But um, I did actually oh, Sorry, I
1: just had to we, we just, Everyone just stopped for a second there yeah. You tried to keep talking yeah. There was something very Like a really attractive <laughs> woman oh, Just no, ran, we, ran past us We were in Washington I, Square
0: it's, it's an amazing place You've got every Colour Every taste Every I'm not even just talking about humans I'm yeah.
2: talking about <laughs> every dog I'm talking <laughs> about dogs at the moment I feel very bland
1: Being in New York Do you York? feel Like it's people a buffet. are fashionable It's a buffet of animals Oh yeah, there's yeah. animals
0: everywhere And I think you notice them because there's no park, like rare, not many parks, and so yeah. they're all shitty on the sidewalk. But then people are dressed so cool in New York. There's so many, f- like, the hair colors of people.
1: Yeah, everyone's got that. Everyone's doing their thing, is what I sort of notice yeah. in New York. And and they feel like they can do it at whatever level they want to do it, and give zero fucks about yeah doing it. That's that's sort of like I like I see dudes down the down the street, like like just dancing on the street in the middle of the day, like with their headphones in. They're just like I just feel like. I need to express yeah. my my life through this, the, the form of dance this right is, now.
0: This is a perfect segue. And Bree, can you start filming? Oh, okay. um, so I asked you, I was like, oh, I, I, I somehow worked out you were in town or you were in America. And I said, mate, are you there in these dates? And I thought, amazing would it be if we could get Josh Pitterman in Washington Square Park yeah. to be belting out some sort of... With Josh Jansen <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, What about so
0: you released an album which I helped you make some videos for which would kick ass mate well done yeah. high well five well done um, you've nailed it for the video. So,
2: so the style was so are you were you opera singer like is that like the lead thing that you do is that yeah so
1: schtick? classical training is, is sort of was my foundation mm-hmm. my base and then uh, they say if you have uh, a good enough feel and a good enough ear and you listen to enough various music you should have the technique to be able to motor into anything from from classical it's like yeah yeah uh which isn't the case because um i've tried to give it snoop and biggie and it just doesn't <laughs> work for me um better foundation
2: than jake and the fat man to yeah, be man, honest it's probably a better
1: foundation of, than all the small things um so yeah that is my that is my foundation what i i love most but yeah as you can probably tell i'm not one of those sort of standard you know, fat opera singer, quintessential vibes. Yeah. I, I grew up listening to just pop and, and rock. And so yeah. I wanted to make an album that was classical music uh, with a really contemporary twist.
2: What, yeah. What's contemporary, what, what makes so, it contemporary?
1: Well, the tracks on it are like Radiohead, Goo Goo Dolls, yeah. um, so uh, Farnham, um, Cristina Aguilera. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, they're in Italian. Yeah, so I translated some of them into Italian and Spanish, and then some are in English, and then I went over to Prague. I had this incredible opportunity through my connections doing the 10 Tenors years ago to work with the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. And so they are uh, the orchestra on it, and, and then there's a, a pretty sick rock band led by John Foreman, um, Craig Newman's on that, who's been John Farmer's bassist for ages. So, like, the quality, of the musos on it were just like just fucking out of control, um, and they made me sound good.
2: <laughs> are they, so, are you in the same room when they're when they're tracking the bass?
1: Is that what you say? Tracking yeah. the bass? Oh no, just putting down the bass. Okay, putting it. down putting the bass. Down, tra- yeah. Almost, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I was in the, that. That was cool, but I, like, I've been in you know rooms with. Um, you know, with rhythm sections, so you yeah. know, bass, guitar, drums, piano. I've never been in a room with a 65-piece Philharmonic Orchestra and singing along with them. That was
2: amazing. and crazy. crazy. Some of that crazy
1: vision tra- that I, was, I, was, I yeah, saw. Yeah, putting together, like, just nuts. Like, yeah. And, 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 they're and, all, just,
0: and it's their job. They just yep. get together each day and pump out.
1: Yeah, so they play um, at concert halls and whatever around, well, in Prague and around Europe, but they're session musicians as well, so they get hired by... Um, everyone from Susan Boyle, Paul Potts, um, Bocelli, uh, to to put down the tracks of their albums, like they've, they, you know, they've worked with the best. It's what a, what's a
2: lead instrument other than a like the percussion? Like, is that the lead? Is the is the, no, drum... the conductor is probably well? The... Yeah, because no,
1: <laughs> what, what I was thinking <laughs> in is in an it's orchestra. Like, yeah, in an orchestra, it's like, first the... violin is is your is your person. Really? So yeah. the
0: bass for is bass. is that the lead for? For a, for a band.
1: Yeah. Uh, probably Keys. It, uh, I don't know, with the rhythm section, if, if you're a drummer, you'll probably say, I'm the most important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the bass, you say, I'm the most important. <laughs> <laughs> Keys will say, they're the most important. Just... Right, I want to bring us back on track, because okay, yeah, we veered off. Yeah. Now,
0: you did a great intro to set up what I want you to do. Um, so my thought when I spoke to you was like, okay, you're in New York. Let's do the podcast from Washington Square, Square. Park yep. and get you to belt out something... Because it, I'm just it, looking like, at a chihuahua pissing. <laughs> 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 it's so funny.
1: It legit is. Oh, wait, it's, it's tiny. It's is that Paris Hilton? No, it's, it's not. Very, it's um, very small. It's literally smaller than the squirrel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> can you just give us something? Because I'm sick of hearing Josh who can't sing, sing on this podcast. We need someone who can sing. Did you have a favourite track? I'm, I hope we, you are listen we, to, we it. to it. We were listening to it just before we got here. Maybe um, Hallelujah. No, know, no, no, no. It was the so. other one. Wish, no. it Iris. 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 I love. I love that. Oh, you pick the hard one, um, yeah. or just pick one that you or, think you'll sound
2: the best at. <laughs> or "Scar" by
1: Missy Higgins. <laughs> Round of applause. Woo. People are going crazy. Yeah. People are going quiet. Everyone's yeah. just looking at me like, oh, he's just a standard American yeah. freak. <laughs> uh, they sing everywhere, they do crazy things. So um
0: yeah. no, everyone was looking around for a fat man because that yeah. voice they thought it was gonna come from. I'm a, not a
2: fat man, people. <laughs> I'm not a fat
1: man. I'm a Polish man. My t-shirt says it. Yes. Yeah? So Polish Man is a yeah, so clean segue to the Polish Man yeah, campaign. No, no, it's great, it's
2: very good. So uh, this we're uh start of October, getting start of October, what's the uh, Polish Man, is this the first year you've been involved?
1: Uh, not the first year I've fundraised, okay, yeah. this is the third year i fundraised, and I think they finally went, oh, yeah, you can, you can be an ambassador, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it was a no-brainer, like, it's such an incredible cause, for those people who don't know it, the, the general crux of it is that, and, and it's just, this blew my mind, and it always blows my mind, one child every five minutes in the world dies from violence. And, it and, and, you know, much, much more often than not, the perpetrators are men. Um, and it's just a sickening fact that, like, every time I sort of actually sit in that, like, you, you can't help but feel fucking ill. Like, it's, yeah. it's just wrong. Like, the world shouldn't have kids to f- that fear for their life mm. all the time. Um, so we, a part of the fundraiser, we paint one nail on our hand, one, represent the one in five, and uh, hopefully it sparks up conversation, which it has a lot in New York. And, um, well, and then we I get people to start their own little fundraising campaigns or, or, or donate. And the money goes to, to the victims' families and, and to the communities to, to ensure that this... Sort of thing just just ceases to exist in our. Work. I've
0: seen about five blokes since being here with nail polish on, and it has nothing to do with, with the polish, polish man. It's just we're in New York, yeah, of course. And you hit, but one no, these guys had like full finger, full yeah.
2: all the nails done.
1: But yeah, it's definitely do a Do they have a, a bit of um. What do they call it? Bejazzle. It?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you could. I, I remember seeing previous polish uh, men have done that.
1: They've gone a bit sort of bit yeah. sparkly. Gone um I'm uh, I'm fake I'm nail. Might, I might try that. I think. Yeah. Uh, if you're, if you're a performer, you, you, you sort of have license to get away with that. Yeah. So I might go for maybe a rainbow one or, or whatever. Do you,
2: um, do you feel that as a performer you have to sort of play, like do you naturally play in this a certain area of sort of as a character? No, no.
1: Nah, nah, like, I mean, I'm a pretty um, out there forward guy anyway, and I don't think that has anything to do with the fact that uh, as, a, as a sort of persona as an actor, it's just, just um, how yeah. I am. Well, I think you're you're high energy. I think when I when I first met but you, you don't you don't you don't watch me when
0: I'm at home by myself. <laughs> I've set up cameras that you don't know about. This is the time for me to tell you that. No, no. But I think like when I've observed you, like I do
2: everybody, I just mean seeing them and being <laughs> around people be I'm well, like TJ TJ's trying to like play it down now it's like oh, as I said as I observe you I'm it right. does sound no yeah that right. sounds sound like it's like when you, you say know, as, I, as
1: I observe <laughs> you <laughs> and, uh,
2: I notice some of your Adam, mannerisms and I understand that I like maybe that you uh, yeah. I Oh, I it's I like that's good, a great it? accent um, yeah. reel that out well, it's more, got
1: a
0: lot
2: of
1: Australian <laughs> politician no but
0: you're high energy and you're you're consistent in that so it is just you because I think when you meet people that are high energy you go fuck are they is this just them at one point or are they going to be Most times different another time that you see them, therefore they're playing a character. Yeah, yeah. And you are just you. But it's not even performing,
2: right? I think that, like, probably in the arts as well, mental health is such a fucking thing. Like, the the highs can be met with massive lows. Have
0: you experienced people that I like what I'm saying? Those people who are ball of energy, but that's not
1: them always. 100%. Yeah. And it's not anyone always, I've got to say. Like, I, I have. I need to spend a lot of time alone. Mm. Um, just with like squirrels the, in the park. With squirrels <laughs> in the park. No, like I'm an I'm a, um, avid meditator. I, I need a lot of alone time to sort of um, fill up my, my internal cup so that I can then share the contents of that cup with people when mm. I'm with people. If I'm just constantly pouring, pouring out. Like it, you, you run the world dry of, of, of energy, of, of love, of, of, of all the things that you need mm. in 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 conversation and and any relationships,
0: do you think you need to do that more so because you're on stage giving so much? Uh,
1: Yeah, when I'm when I'm in a show, I'm I'm really not very social. Yeah, yeah, especially well, a role like Jerry, who um, you know most people won't know the story of Jerry Goffin, but um, he was an incredible genius and and wrote the lyrics to. You know, he wrote the lyrics to so you, you Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. He wrote the lyrics to, like, Saving all my love for you, Witty Houston. Mm. He wrote the lyrics to so many amazing hits, but he was a really troubled genius. He had alcohol and uh, drug addictions. He had some serious mental mental health issues to a point where, I mean, he he was on um, electroshock therapy for 25 years. Shit. Um, so, yeah, he he was... Seriously, not in in a good way. Did they cover that in the musical? Not the electroshock therapy, but certainly the the mental breakdown, the panic attacks, the um, yeah, all of that. So going through that eight times a week um, for a year, like it's it's really quite exhausting. Mm. And so I just needed my own time. So I was I was pretty antisocial for that year. Mm. And I I think um, you know your mates after a while of doing doing so many musicals, mates after a while just realise, ah yeah, when when Pittman's in that is you know, doesn't spend as much time with us and whatever. Yeah. He's just sort of in his own world. And um, and they just sort of understand it, that that's, that's where the priorities is. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, it, yes, I am a high-energy person, but I, I can be the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, when, when I need to refill. And but yeah. today we're in a park and <laughs> you singing, exactly. it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And the low's coming. No, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it won't w- see him for a uh, uh, year. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> after, after this... Yeah. From the From an arts point of view, like, has it been something that you, like having that sort of energy because I think like I'm fairly creative too and I've been around creative people and it can sort of feed this, it's this <laughs> it, it can sort of um, it can feed a sort of a sort of community in a certain way what do you think the the actual um, what comes out of having that sort of energy is there a certain way with, like that you interact with people or how you work as a community that actually helps with things like being able to
1: be antisocial or have those moments um I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I think the thing about performers is there isn't, there isn't one one way. Like, a, a lot of people generally think that performers are always high-energy yeah. people. They're, they're not. Like, I've worked with so many excessively introverted, um, quiet, shy people who the only time they sort of express any uh, real, um, what we call sort of outward energy, is on stage. Um and and then other than that, they're like um, almost reclusive, very very shy. Terrible! It would be terrible at this Ooh, yeah. situation, just talking to people, um, that, that you know, people that they've they never met before. Yeah, Chris um,
0: Lilly, he's he's very, when met very him, much like that. I was like, whoa, because he plays these dynamic racist characters, <laughs> but he plays these characters that are loud and noisy, and yep. then he's he's and that, like,
1: that's his his vehicle to to behave. Like that, and, and express that. But other than that, you know, I've met Chris a couple of times too, and it's exactly that. Mm. Um, and there's there's lots and lots of people like that. So it comes in all um, in all in all types. Uh, and but I, it doesn't sort of have change the dynamic of say of a group. like
2: well yeah like say a whole because I'm guessing it's very close as you've sort of mentioned the community. Yep. Is there? Because there's so many people who have the highs and the lows, do you think that it creates a more supportive community, or is everyone fucked together?
1: <laughs> uh, well, it, what, what it should create, and I hope it does create, is that um, an, a knowledge of suffering mm-hmm. um, that we all have. We all go through crap, and um, so what it should create is, is um, a sort of, you know, some, some compassion towards e- each other. And I hope, I hope it does. I certainly feel like that. That you know, you know that people are. Um, on the edge during audition times and, and, and that, and um, got to sort of deal, deal with things lightly and, and be a bit more, bit more caring. There is a strong, um, there's some strong organisations around mental health. We know that the roller coaster of being a performer means that you do have ups and downs. Yeah. I think I've learnt that um, you've got to somehow find ways to um, squash the roller coaster. Yeah. Make the, make the highs a bit lower, make the lows a bit higher. Um, and, and that means... I've this conversation a lot with people of late. It's, it's about what, how you define yourself. And, and when you're sort of, as an actor, or as a performer in any way, defined by your work whether or not you're in it or not in it. And then when you're in it, the quality of the work that you're doing, if that sort of defines you as a person, then you're running the risk of the extremities of the roller coaster. Yeah. If you can find other ways to find you and, and you know, other ways to, to find your truth and, and have self-love that doesn't come from I got cast in that thing or the audience applauded me louder tonight or whatever, um, you're, you're much more likely to um, have, have a safer, longer <laughs> journey on, yeah. on, on mm. the path. And for for me, it's all you know. It's it's things things like med- meditation have really helped um, helped help me because they've helped me understand myself and then understand the broader community of of the sufferers of, of being a performer and then the broader community of this fucking world. Yeah. Who you know, to a degree, we all suffer. Yeah. Um, we we're, we're all flawed. We all have our our issues. And if you can walk around under the knowledge that we we do, um, then and you're not. Un- you're not. Weird or no, that you just we all part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you can sort of um, seek comfort in that. That you, you know, you, you're all we're all special, and none of us are special. Yeah, yeah, in a way, it's yeah, a paradox.
2: I, it. It, I think the um, the the managing the highs is interesting because I don't think it's necessarily spoken about that much. How do you manage
1: the highs? For well, you? For, for example, like uh, when when the album came came out. Um, I had I had no expectations for it. It's a classical crossover album, um, you know. I, I just didn't have really just didn't have any expectations on it, other than it was this massive passion project for years. But then it went to number one on the Aria's and number yeah, yeah. one on the iTunes charts. In, Take in that, the, Andre Ryu <laughs> In in you know, in the in the classical world, and um, I like immediately I was like, like it was what the fuck, like yeah. what the fuck, and, <laughs> and I was just like. I got the call from, uh, from the record label it was about 7 o'clock and I was about to do a show at 7.30 and I was just screaming in my dressing room. No one came in. Um, <laughs> I think... sound. <laughs> she started screaming like, were we you saying it? help? Or exactly. <laughs> I, was like, he t- I was like, I was literally going, like a girl, like a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> ah! What the, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Like I was like, yeah, no like one comes mom. in. No one comes in. the okay. door, try it again. Yeah. <laughs> just um, throwing shit around. Just doing his thing. <laughs> um, and... Uh, you know, you wanted to share it with the whole world, so you posted on social media. And then I was just like, cool. That was awesome. And, yeah. I, and it, in that week post it, I, I immediately did some reflecting and went, what was my... What was the best part of this album? Yeah. Like, uh, and the journey's still going with it, but what was the best part? And I go, "It's actually, the number one thing was a high for... I don't know, 5, five 15, yeah. 20 yeah. minutes. The best fucking part was... Being in the studio uh, with in Prague and listening to the orchestra play the orchestrations and the music that we've spent the last half a decade mm. creating, because that moment when they played those first, but bar- Iris the Goo Goo Dolls track was the first one they played. I just broke down. Like I was, it was so such an outpouring of of emotion because you've been ha- I've been hanging on to this stuff for so long, and it's been my baby and John Foreman's baby to a, a degree. Sort of the two of us working on this thing, then it expanded out to maybe six or seven people working on it, and then suddenly this orchestra is creating the work. And like yeah. for me, that will be the most magical.
0: Yeah, isn't part. it?
1: The process is so
0: rewarding, but yet yeah, the high from success of something. Especially nowadays, for everyone online, seeing numbers skyrocket and all this attention come, Mm. and it can fuck with your head totally. But that that high is higher than the feeling of that lower, consistent, uh, uh, like joy that you get from your creative craft. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and so it's 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 really process versus result. Yeah, Mm. that's what it comes down to. I think you need to enjoy the process. Because if you say if you
2: do like daily vlogging, if you're vlogging every day and fucking hate that bit and only get the joy when it comes from out from the numbers it, it's, it means well, that why, you're only going to have
1: joy for like half an why, hour why do it it's same with me if I'm if I'm, you know waiting for the applause at the end of the number or at the end of the show and actually don't like doing the show mm. at all or waiting for th- an album to go number one but don't like singing or don't like the creative process well there's no point in doing it it's not art there's, yeah. no, there's actually no art in it well here's a question for you do you think
0: because like, I haven't met many people that are, are doing something consistently that are doing it only for numbers because I think the thing that they're doing is actually too hard to do if you're not passionate about it. Yeah. So, have you? Do you think there are actually people that do it strictly for the number but are do, actually doing something hard? Like vi- people who make videos daily, that's a hard thing to do.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, I, I, You know what? I think if you ask anyone who's in any of those worlds, and pretty much, pretty much any 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 career that involves a, a level of passion, they'll, they'll tell you that the process is the most important. But yeah. if they truly sort of uh, analyze daily situations, are the, uh, in that analyzing are they sort of going, hang on, I'm 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 more results driven than process driven. <laughs> I don't actually, I'm actually not that present in what I'm doing. I'm I'm outcome based. I'm trying to get that email sent. I'm trying to get um, that document finished and signed. Like they're not actually in the process of of writing it and enjoying mm. it. Or it's like not.
2: health and fitness, right? Like, are you doing it because you, you want, want abs? the abs, yep, or yeah. are you doing it because you enjoy the, the process? Feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, yeah. And it's exactly the same thing. So We're you're just, saying I shouldn't want abs, because yeah. <laughs> like, I want abs. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love abs, but I don't like the process. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah, and I that's, love, that's I love, so I, love I love when I have abs too. And you go fuck, like I, worked, I worked really hard for that and here's the result of it. But if I fucking hated the eight-week transformation yeah. Yeah. thing that I did, yeah. well, then there's no, there's no, well, yeah, there's no longevity, yeah. there's no sustainability. Well, if,
0: you, if you love going and lifting weights five days a week, because you'll probably get abs at some point yeah. if you just, yeah. Just so from the, the process, doing of it. Yeah. Um, so did you get a sense when you said, I saw those number, uh, number one and, I, and you got all that high you know, emotional state yeah. happening, were you like, okay, hang on? Maybe I need to think I, about the process. I was more. very
1: much no, no, not at all because I loved that process. But I was, I'm, I've become very aware the older I get of those highs because there've been some great moments in my career, um, and I, I'm much more like, all right, let's celebrate this, let's have a great night out, that's about this, and then let's let's move on and move forward to the next moment mm. in in my life. Um, and and that was that was really it. I think you have to have the the celebrations, or else, yeah. Um, you know, you, you're not really experiencing it in a way. Well, yeah, yeah, I find I don't actually celebrate enough. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's a part of the process too. Yeah. yeah, that that's. I think that's a really important part of the process because you have worked your ass off on things, and they 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 deserve the celebration. Yeah, mm. even it, even the, just the completion of the project, regardless of uh, the external outcome, you know, yeah. or the external response to it.
0: Well, here's the thing: you get rewarded from people or in your community for having that one thing that does get the numbers or get the attention. And then they're saying congratulations or, you know, this is great. And it's only on one little piece where they're not saying... Well done. You've worked really hard over the last six years on your singing and it's now at a point where you just like, it's beautiful and it's, it's all like, coming together for you. That's not what yeah. I say. <laughs> no, I say, Josh, that number one, beat that Andre Ryu guy. Yeah. That's why
2: people seek that sort of thing, right? It's like with TJ was on the project last week for doing an expose on yeah, 7-Eleven yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah.
0: It was a <laughs> silly thing to be on the project for, but... What was the expose about? <laughs> uh, the quality wanna, of the coffee? Do you want to know? I, I can do want to you. know. Because yeah, well, you guys haven't, been, yeah. in oh, haven't yeah. been in the country. I haven't been in the country. So oh, it was just something. silly thing. I, I saw a guy test... Tommy's the
2: biggest fan of 7-Eleven coffee to start with.
0: Getting a $3 with. coffee, you press the button, and a guy poured it into a $2 cup and it fits. And so there's this size problem that they've got. Not the a first time d- Tommy said it. A $3 <laughs> fits into a $2. So they're ripping you off a dollar. That's the sort of essence of the video. It's just this fun little test that I did. But it's like... What people-
1: did Kerry have to say about that? She, she no, she wasn't on there. there. It's a bunch
0: of other people. Oh. Um, <laughs> what, what are they on, like, spring holiday or They were on, yeah, yeah, school holidays or yeah. something. Uh, Wally Ali's wife was filling in. So... Mm. It was, no, but it was fun. But uh, a lot of people said to me, well done, like... Congrats, mate. Which is cool. It's like, sure, it's the thing that struck a chord with me. And, and you said, I've been <laughs>
1: working on an expose for the last five years. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> have the blood, sweat, sweat, <laughs> tears.
2: Do, do you find that is it an individualistic or sort of a group uh, process what you do?
1: It depends on, on the project. I think when you're in a, in a cast, yeah. there's got to be a sense of we're a team. yeah. Um, and when you're working with another, with another actor, uh you know it's um, well they the great ones always say acting's reacting so um, if you're not if you're not with that other person and you're not yeah. sharing that experience with them and it's all about you then well then the, it's going to be fucked to a degree yeah. I, I think um, so there always has to be a sense of community always a sense of team but it, it, it's um it's a solo thing at times yeah. you know and it's and it's an alone world at times um and if you can separate a lone world from a lonely world, I think you'll you'll be you'll be okay. When it gets lonely, that's when it gets dangerous. I think that's when people start turning to um, alcohol and drugs and and whatever to sort of um, soothe the the thoughts or whatever's going on. What with them, what creates
0: is. the loneliness? Because you could have two people in the same position and one's lonely, one's not lonely. One, you think?
1: One's alone. Yeah, one's alone. Yeah, and so, one's lonely. Yeah, there and and. It, this is. Uh, I think this is probably one of the most in- important things. I think alone is is an aw- has an awareness to it. It has a presence to it. Um, it has a comfortability to it. It has uh, a self love to it. Um, that's uh, some of the most valuable qualities you can you can have as any individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, a loneliness is a sort of um, uh, it involves things like playing the blame game. What like. Um, You know, um, psychoanalyzing things in your head, creating storylines in your head. You know how we we do we do that about about anything. Like, you know, she said that to me, or he said that to me, and then suddenly creating those narratives. Yeah, you create this narrative about it, and and you go, oh fucking, I I feel so lonely in this. I feel so, yeah. um, I got a full bag of coke. And um, a bottle of gin. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to make me feel right, really much yeah, yeah. better right now. For a
2: second um, there, you're in such an acting state. Yeah, looked yeah, so over. At <laughs> <laughs> any
1: point in there's a
0: miniature little yeah. furry-looking creature that walked past. Not sure what that is.
2: And so do you? can you recognise when you're getting into the state of talking about narratives and thinking about that and how do you get out of it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess that, that comes back to meditation too. Mm. Um, what
2: sort of meditation do you do? Is it like a specific style?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I would say Vedic is the yep. sort of, um, the one I do, but like, I, I, am happy just to, uh, um, I love Andy Pudicombe, like who's the creative headspace. I think oh, he's yeah. an amazing guy. Uh, and so I'm happy just to, um, chuck on a headspace that the app and, and get busy on that and sit with that. I love his, you know, his thoughts of the day and, um, had a really good one yesterday about letting go, which has been a huge part of narrative for, for, for me, like an internal narrative for me this year about, um. Expectations of, of things and, and people, um, and just learning to, to let go of it. Not not um, yeah, not creating storylines and narratives yeah. around things that you can't control. Well, um, how do you keep that
2: for longer term? Because I feel like I have those moments too, where I listen to an audio book and I feel feel inspired but how do you cement it from something that's is with you for a day or you have an experience with a homeless person then all of a sudden you have this extreme empathy and then you go on to your regular day and start to you know well i think it's
1: ab- uh, i think it's about um, consistency mm-hmm. you know it's a practice it's it's um, you know if, if you if you're meditating 10 minutes a week you're going to have a um, a certain um, experience and a certain outcome and if you're meditating t- 20 minutes twice a day um things are going to be really different it's it's just repeating those um th- those thought patterns it's sort of a, a neural adaptation I guess yeah. um that y- you you can't help but become you know more grateful more empathetic more present I mean is
2: there a quality over quantity thing and is there diminishing returns with it? like is it because I guess it's, no I don't,
1: I don't think so I don't think you can be good or bad at meditating yeah um and I think that's a thing that people go into it a lot. They sort of go like, Trying to oh, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to stop my thoughts. Yeah. I, ca- I just can't stop my thoughts. And I'm like, well, why don't you let go of the idea of stopping your thoughts and just understand you can have thoughts. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But if you can have some sort of mantra or some sort of central thing that you're coming back to, whether it's a, uh, whether it's a word or whether it's a phrase or whether it's a breath or whatever it is, um, that, you know, you, you over time, um, those thoughts will, will dissipate. There's a really good Andy Pudicombe, um animation. That's what I love about it. He does these little animations on Headspace that are great. And one of them is... Um, He's is enlightened it. and also knows after effects.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, just, I,
1: just, I just think it's really yeah. a really great way of communicating. <laughs> um, he loves the process. He, he said sometimes we get into these, um, this storyline of, of, of thoughts, negative thoughts generally, um, and it's like being on a freeway with cars coming... Yeah. back and forth and you're running the three the cars are like your thoughts and, and you're running and chasing them all and trying to go well, what about that one and then you move from that one to the next one well what about what we're doing right here right now and you sit back objectively and on the side of the freeway which is one sort of uh, better in terms of the thoughts but two just fucking safer because you're not going to get hit by trucks <laughs> yeah. and, and just allow the cars to go by and, yeah. and watch them and that's basically what it is. You watch the thoughts go by and you come back to your central thing. And over time, those thoughts sort of dissipate a little bit and or you learn to not um, engage in them yeah. as much. And it's, uh, I don't know, there's, there's nothing that's been more life-changing for me as a, as a human, as an actor, than, than engaging in that. What
2: about ambition then? Because I guess you could say the same thing with like, say every one of those cars is an opportunity Yep. you know how do you control ambition is, is is ambition something that needs to be kept in check or do you find that like you're better because i find sometimes that when i forget about something when i pull away from it when i stop trying so hard it actually starts to so come, come towards to that's exactly what this one was was yeah. was
1: about yesterday this this letting go It's, it's a, you you try and try and chase something and and you work out it. it's like you become more confused or it's not coming to you and then you, you let it go and it, and it comes to you like, yeah.
0: is it too uh, much focus on something I, so think, you're I think it's on actually outcome. like
1: fo- focus on outcome or uh, a lack of clarity mm. in your thought when you're chasing cars um, yeah. great track yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah great, it's great so, track very good um, how's it go? Um, <laughs> <too laughs> well. oh, so
0: it's really, really well, well, the other Josh sang which
2: yeah. it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Josh? It's <laughs> <laughs> here yeah. Beautiful. If I just
1: lay here,
2: Good track. would you lie with me and right, just, you just forget Get the world? Okay, that new, new album album. Yeah, so Both yeah. of you,
1: if you... um <laughs> The JJ. JJ album. Who yeah, if, you, if you don't have clarity, first. back to it. If you don't have clarity on what you're actually going for, yeah. then I don't think you're always going to... fail. So you, ambition is... Like, I don't think you, w- with meditation and letting go, you lose a sense of ambition. You actually can gain clarity. Yeah. And so you go, this is... This is my yeses. This is my nose, and this is where I want to go on my on my path. And um, I have the the presence to to enjoy it and watch it as it happens. I have peripheral to see what's happening on either side. It's not like I'm a, a racehorse with the blinkers on. And yeah, um, yeah. but I, I know exactly what I'm I'm trying to achieve here, and I'm going to go on that path. And I'm am, ambitious uh, about it, and that's. I think that's healthy. But
2: I think it must be hard for you being like sort of a triple threat or even... I like don't dance. I'm <laughs> not very good at dancing. <laughs> or whatever threat you want to... You. Like you've got a lot of talents. And so that must open up so many different opportunities. In yeah, the sense and if of you go, You don't just do I do act, this? Do I do you yeah. could present, you could well, do... And I, so how do you control that?
1: I mean, I, I it, it's about... Um, that's definitely about clarity. Like yeah. what, what do I want to... Uh, to go for at the moment is I really want to be able to do my my, my music, my classical crossover stuff um, live as much as possible. So we're working on an Australian tour at the moment but I mean, I hope Australia loves it but I, I know that that music's more of a thing in Europe. Yeah. So I, how, how do I get, uh, you know, UK and, and, and Europe distribution of this album? Well, no one knows me in, in Europe so uh, I love also doing musicals so I know my path is sort of go, alright, I've got to spend more time in London and audition there and, uh, and and hopefully get some mm. um, big roles in the West End. And with that, I can sort of um, you know, use the album as sort of collateral together with that and hopefully develop a bit more of a reputation, a bit more of a name there, and then that's going to give me opportunities to do my UK and, and Europe stuff with the album. So I go, well, there's a bit of a three-year yeah. path there. And so that's what I'm sort of at the beginning of. Now I'm going to mm. be spending a you bit know, more time in London. It's a strategy a lot of people
0: use where they go, okay, I'll do the something to then get to that other thing. Yeah. But the good thing in your case is the something is actually something you're actually passionate oh, about, whereas yeah.
1: people work in a I job. I I'm talking yeah, about yeah. the something is going, God, I really love to play Phantom and Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. Like. Yeah. That's not a something. Yeah, yeah, like it's huge yeah. yeah. and it's still passion. part of plan A. It's, it's, a yes. part, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's
0: all a part of it. I think but where people feel so unfulfilled is when they are just an accountant, no um, diss to accountants. But if you hate it yeah. and you're only doing it to, because of something. If you're an accountant
2: at the radio station hoping to get on air, it's <laughs> probably yeah. – you're probably in or, the wrong way. Or yeah, you're story.
1: going, look, I can uh, I can sing. I can sing in these few styles. I could go down that track or that. And I also like musicals, and I, but I also like TV and film yeah. and I also like hosting yeah. and – like you just got, yes, it's good to have your finger in pies, but suddenly you are you're spreading yourself too thin, I think. And you go, mm-hmm. I can't actually do any of this well. Yeah, but I can, but I can do a lot of things. So mm.
2: contemporary opera isn't the biggest market. In you know, you're not turning on FM no, radio and hearing it. How do you navigate and decide around things where it's like actually deciding to go down the path of
1: having no, a niche? Having a niche. Yeah, well, maybe it's one of those things that. Um, you find and finds you. I don't know. When I started singing and doing singing training, I, I just loved that stuff. Yeah. You know, I loved Josh Groban. I loved um, Pavarotti and looking at all the old tenors. And um, so I'm not going to mention their names because people go, I don't yeah. know. I like you is. mentioned one that I knew. Uh, yeah. Um, Pavarotti. Got it. Yeah, him. Pavarotti. Um, and I just loved singing like that. Yeah. And so when I got to join the 10 tenors in law and I was like 21, I'm like, this is so. What it, is the Ten Tenors? The Ten, ten Tenors is an, is an Australian, uh, a very successful uh, Australian pop opera group that have travelled around the world, done albums to great acclaim since the mid '90s. Right. And the cast—it's got a sort of got a bit of cast turnover yeah. now. Um, they started as ten Queensland guys from the conservatorium there, who, after the sort of success of the Three Tenors, got together and tried to get a bit of beer money together, yeah. and ended up doing really well in, in Queensland and then started doing quite well in Australia in the late 90s and then uh, got picked up to do stuff in Germany and suddenly just doors opened all through Europe and the States and ever since then they've been touring as
2: they're, they're probably next to like the Blue Man Group and, and the Wiggles well it's like the Thunder Down Under is that what they're, yeah. no, they're it's strippers. strippers I reckon they've been the top 5 most I, successful all
1: time Australian international Touring groups, who thunder from <laughs> down, <laughs> thunder from down. <laughs> yeah. um, So it's, it's an incredible success yeah. story of you know, you know uh, rags to riches. Um, so do, doing that was amazing, but um, you know you you one tenth, and yeah. I have always wanted to do it by myself. Some of those spots that we travelled to through through Europe, I, I've just gone. That's exactly where I want to perform. Mm. Yeah. You know, like in in the um, I guess it's like a piazza in um, Santiago, which is uh, in the northwest part of um spain near portugal like that that for me like looking like i could so vividly remember looking out there and singing there um and, and just going what what the fuck is my life this is yeah. incredible 21 I, 21 doing this I, but i want to go back there yeah with my music we've uh, got
0: such similarities i was 19 touring with a stripping group in New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> so similar yeah, it reminds uh, me a lot of Jake and the Fat Man at Variety Night how
2: does
0: that sit now with where you're at and looking back and seeing where that f- fits in your journey to where you're going and where you are now
1: looking to where this is going I, I think in my 20s I, I failed to l- look back yeah. at all the experiences and and um, really fully uh, Really, fully appreciate them—the full gravity of them—because uh, you're looking. Where were you I, looking? We, we went forward? Yeah, you, at the next thing. Yeah, end. yeah. Um, and now, now I definitely can spend much more time, you know, re- reflecting on that, and that that reflection actually inspiring. Is the, it the next beca- part?
2: Is it because
0: you're more content with the progress you've made, or is it because you're more aware? Probably both. Yeah, probably a bit of both. Mm. Yeah, um, like it helps getting some wins and going fuck okay. That's that's puts puts me at ease here that I've I've managed we don't to, have reap to prove some yourself
2: right. Like when you're younger, there's this sense, this sort sense of, of like, well, I haven't done it yet and I need to. So maybe ego plays a bigger role because yeah. you know that you've got it inside you, but you don't have the runs on the yeah. board yet. Yeah,
1: it's, it's totally. Um, but I think that you know the the wins. I I, I don't know whether the wins teach you as much as the losses. Yeah. I don't actually reckon the losses are probably um, more important in terms of creating a um, stealing you to be able to um, get through the shit. Yeah. Um, and if they were all wins, I don't, I don't think anyone would do that well. Well, you've got to have that. That you got to have some form of pain. And I mean, it's relative pain. Like my pain is 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 different to. Um, you know, a a suffering refugee in Syria. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a a different kind of pain, but we all have some form of pain.
0: You look at child stars that have always had yeses and you hear about train wreck child stars. It's like maybe just when they start falling off a little bit, it's too difficult Yeah, because you've just felt such success all your life. You don't know any difference. You don't have those coping mechanisms. Mm.
1: Yeah, and so so acting's a really good thing for that because um, no one really hears about all the rejections you get. Um, but like pretty much most weeks I'll, I'll, or, or months I'll I'll be out for something whether it's an ad or um, a TV thing or send through a self-tape or do an audition for something and you don't get it yeah Yeah. Uh, and learning how to just go not emotionally attached to it like we are talking about saying before like not allowing that to sort of define yeah. me like um, just go well I'm still talented mm. that just wasn't right for me maybe they were looking for the blonde guy or maybe um, I just didn't suit that role my vibe's not the vibe they want that, yeah. that's cool doesn't mean I'm shit just what has
2: been something that you've sort of a rejection or sort of a trip that you've had or you've fallen over what, that's been a big lesson for you has there been
1: any real key ones um yeah I, I, I've always my being my BMI bonnet I guess it's still a being my bonnet I always wanted to do Les Mis yeah um so in 2012 I moved over to London um, and um, auditioned for it straight away and they said, oh yeah, come back for a callback and did a callback and didn't hear much and then it was coming out to Australia and so I, I, uh, I, went, over, I went back to Australia to do uh, sort of the final rounds of the auditions and, um, and they, they go, well, we've seen you, it's the same creative team so we've seen you twice already, we don't need to see you again for these initial stages, come for, towards the end so went towards the end and, and and didn't get it and I've always not just thought of myself as that role in that show, growing up through Union, whatever, I'm like, I am that role and I am perfect for that and I will play that. And so to go, no, nope, you're not you're not right for it was like I just couldn't understand it and it just mm. sat with me so ugly for so so many months. I mean how old was it? it was yeah, probably five or six years ago. Mm. Um, and I, I just couldn't understand it that um, and, and what you do is you start the conversations with people. you talk about the auditions with with mates and and you know have that thing of like creating storylines about yeah. what they were hypothesizing the creative yeah. team, and you go down <laughs> these these tracks about the, and, and these are conversations hypotheses conversations that last forty five minutes to an hour I might like, <laughs> it's all fabricated <laughs> yeah, stuff in, yeah. in my head and in
2: the head of my friends or, or whatever. About and that comes what, from like we say that we've got a good gut instinct and we know these. Things. We we don't know what other people are yeah, thinking. hundred like, percent.
1: Yeah, and and we say it in order to um, allow ourselves to come to, to ease with 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 it or to place blame yeah. and on oh no, it. When at the end of the day, I I'm responsible for the, a, a huge component of it. Yeah the the fact that I wasn't right for it I wasn't yeah. the I didn't do a good job <laughs> yeah. in the room and I was nervous as fuck in that audition because yeah. I placed so much emphasis on you were so it. attached I uh, yeah I was so attached it meant everything that if I didn't get it I um I I, I couldn't sort of live with myself yeah to so you set yourself
0: up I think if you were to describe a resilient person in that space it'd be someone who can go to auditions. Do them, get knocked back. Nah, it's not for me. Next one, do it. But yep. to become a resilient person, it requires that. You need so that shit. You yeah. need and it, And then I right. actually
1: um, found a, th- a video online probably two and a half years ago of Brian Cranston. Do you know Brian Cranston? Yeah, from Breaking, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Oh, Main yes, character yes, of yes, Bad, yes. And Modern Family. Yeah, uh, Not Modern Family. Um, Malcolm yeah, in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle. Um, Good show. And he, he said, the problem with actors is they're going in – to an audition trying to get a job. Yeah. And that creates a, a scenario where they are going to fail. They're setting themselves up to mm-hmm. fail. What an actor should be doing is going in with the most interesting, compelling version of whatever character they're trying to go yeah. for and that's it. And you do that in the room and then you let it go. You leave it. And he's yeah. like, "And there's, there's strength in that and there's power in that. You and can went... That that's it. I have I have always gone in trying to get the gig. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's but, outcome,
1: not progress. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And from then on all I all I've done is gone, what is my most interesting version yeah. of it? So my prep for the audition is far more enjoyable because yeah. I'm coming up with all sorts of interesting things that like I'm in my space going, ooh, that's a beauty I'm like I'm like actually having a, a great time with it. And then it's just about going, I'm just gonna repeat that in the room and try and be present and, and yeah. see if I can come up with more things in the room and when they throw me stuff I'm going to take on that direction and play with that and, and that creates a really good energy I, th- um, I think people probably want to work with that energy more but I enjoy it more and I go well on that day I did the very best version of that character I could uh, in that place and time Yeah, and that, that's all, all it's I can do transferable advice to job interviews yeah. to yep. life
0: it's it's hard to swallow for some people because I think you go... I remember me feeling like that, not getting something and being super destroyed about it. But if I didn't have that experience, I wouldn't be the person I am now. Yes. Yeah. And that's a hard thing it's to like swallow. It's like a part of the path.
2: Yeah. For, yeah.
0: for people that are... At, at what point did you go from telling yourself, no, this is okay, to actually, no, this is okay? Yeah, like yeah the what, lame
2: is... Yeah, for you with, with that example... You know, you said it was you know five or so years ago. What has been the what part of the process are you in now? In the sense of accepting, is there a level of acceptance that you have now?
1: Yep, there is. But there's also an understanding that sometimes I'll revert back to bad habits. Yeah, and and get emotionally attached. Um, And it's normally down the back end of a run of an audition, like when I get to the very final stage. Although I had a really nice one recently where. I had some auditions to take over for a role in Aladdin across Australia and got down to the last two and didn't get it. Couldn't fucking ride the carpet. (laughs) Couldn't ride And it's fucking mechanical. I don't know (laughs) what they're doing. Um, And I I was in Byron. This is maybe three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, And uh, my agent called me. I was uh, um, at Watergoes. I love Watergoes. And he called me and I can hear the, uh, the... Um, sad tone in his voice hit me with a mate and he's like they just called and they said they love what you did and you couldn't have done a better job Um, but they're going with the other guy and I went okay and I went I couldn't have done a better job with what I had and I was like you know what, I have some really good feelings about my time in London yeah. and my time in New York and this I holiday. Byron this is very relaxing though too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. But it, uh, it was a – I'm in a much better headspace about dealing, dealing with that. And I know that there will be times when I'll be really emotionally attached to something yeah. and uh, it'll hit me like a, you know, a, a ton of bricks in the face. Um, and, I, and I'm also cool with that too, that yeah. just to go – you know you, you you can't be just so easy about everything all the t- time like yeah. you know you you revert but that's, we'll, that's cool we're to- speaking
2: with our mate uh, Rhys Mitchell who's an Australian actor talking about how you can be entrepreneurial yep. as an actor with the idea that your job is basically getting picked for things. How do you find it? When it comes to performing, how do you sort of manage being entrepreneurial? Because you did Pit Fit. You were yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. actually
1: had uh, a crack and did business. Yep. And I think I've always been someone, if you ask any of my sort of mates in the biz, I'll say he's very business. Yeah. Uh, and I've al- always been like, always hustled for gigs when I'm out of work. I yeah. mean, trying to get corporate gigs or... Um, singing an anthem at an event or whatever it is just to like pay the bills. I've always hustled really hard for that um, and had a s- supportive um, community. Like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm Jewish and I would say Jewish, I'm not like hardcore. <laughs> The ish is prominent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the Jewish community in Melbourne has been really supportive of that and always, you know, booked me for something or whatever. And that, that, Does that's a lot of bar mitzvahs. <laughs> have <laughs> you <laughs> done a lot of bar mitzvahs? No, no, no. no never no. bar mitzvahs and It's <laughs> just like events or whatever. Um, so I've always hustled hard for, for those sort of things. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I the, the work is – business is a part of it. That's why it's called show business. Mm. But the art is primary. And if you're all business and no art, yeah. then – your stuff, but it, sometimes if you're all art and no business, yeah, you sort of stuff too because it's, it's all good and well doing some amazing work. But if you're playing to you know your living room, then yeah. no, no one's seeing it. Yeah. So um I think you got to you got to strike a balance or surround. Like if you don't have that business head, surround and you yourself just with you surround, yeah, really yeah. good people who who can can help you with that. Yeah,
2: the yeah. anthem thing, like singing at an event. I feel like that's one of the scariest things someone could do. Like whenever I've been at a a stadium and you see someone singing the anthem, that's sort of like if people are scared of public speaking, then this is the epitome of like
1: fear. Because you can't do it well. (laughs) You can only do it badly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's not the original. Like like when was the last time you you heard, God, I came from that Aussie, that Socceroos game, Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. It was all about the anthem. He, yeah. She was. It, it was just this vocal performance that yeah. that yeah. blew me away. What about the score? Oh, I don't remember the, the football. <laughs> just remember the anthem. It never happens. You only get people who stuffed it up, forgot the lyrics, or you know what it went to the second <laughs> verse of Advance <laughs> Australia
0: Who did the American one really
1: poorly? Um, um, There's not Mariah a Carey, no. No. Someone. Um, from Black Eyed Peas. Oh yes, Fergie. 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 She butchered, Just butchered it. I've it. got a, There's it. a great one of Michael Bolton. it. She started with "Let's Get It Started." <laughs>
2: That's. A good. I don't know many references. So I'm really impressed by that because uh, Black Eyed Peas did that
1: yeah, song. Yeah. Let's get it started. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah. yes, it's it's so scary. Yeah. Doing what it. preparation? Do you do? Well, you, you just do what you can. The thing just is, there's a lot the of, words. there's so much external stuff that yeah. can go wrong, and the it's generally rick. sound com. sound related. Oh, of so, what, firstly, the sound bounces around the stadium, and you get like you know the uh, the delay of yeah. hearing the, oh. the the sound coming back, and also uh, everyone singing out of time. Um, <laughs> so, so that's that's so you have in ears. You got I- your in ears, yeah. but more often than not, they don't work. Yeah. So, I had one uh, start of this year was the SCG, um, the test, the yeah. fifth, fifth test. And, um, and it just, we, we had two sound checks the day before, both at, at like 6am, outrageous times to come in and sing for a sound check because you've got to come in before anyone starts working or the members come in or whatever. Yeah. So, in-ears, beautiful, work a treat, yeah. can hear the track, oh, so lovely. Can't hear any of the thing around the stadium. Get to the, to the gig and stand in the sideline. In-ears working? No, I can't hear a thing. Are you serious? Absolutely can't hear a thing. Uh, oh, no. All right, we'll keep working on that. Okay, well. You just you, you have a panic attack. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Two minutes go down. How are those in-ears? Still can't hear a thing. All right. 30 seconds to go. We're on in 30. Um, what about the in-ears? Oh, they're not working. No, they're absolutely not working. <laughs> can't, oh, no. You know, like can't hear a thing. So, like, right, get them working. It's not going to happen, mate. You're going to have to go with, oh, uh, with no. the, the fallback. So, Fuck off. So you've got the fallback, the wedges in front of you. Yeah. Um, so but you have but to you pull your in-ears out. Pull your ears out. Work with the wedges. And it's, it's just about, you know, you, you know how you can focus on a sound? Yeah. Like there's a million sounds in here, but you can focus on one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you have to do. You just yeah. have to get your ears attuned to that and just shut out everything else yeah. and luckily um, Josh Jansen was in the audience singing and in time <laughs> like in time and, and, and he worked he on he was down. my reference point yeah. <laughs> uh, so so th- that's uh, and people people don't know that they either just go he <laughs> was shit or he was good and but, how did you feel once you walked uh, off what's, um, the, what's the feel an, an overwhelming sense of relief really? <laughs> that, yeah. that I got the lyrics right and I stayed in time yeah. and I went for the money note at the end and it came out <laughs> like. so, so you oh. actually
2: know that cause can you hear yourself do you feel like I think it sounds okay, but I'm not completely sure. Or you, you actually had, sense that you were doing all right.
1: Uh, no, I sense I was I was getting through it. Yeah. That's about how how much yeah and, and what you want that experience to be is this um, sense of national pride yeah. and patriotism and I'm the guy singing the anthem, I'm having a great yeah. time and, and you know that one I've had ones where it has been that, but that one was just a tough one. There's a really good one though recently of a mate of mine, Ben Clark. Um, who I did tennis with and he was on The Voice recently and he did I think it was a Bledisloe. yeah. and he went for the most optional high note a man has ever gone for <laughs> yeah. at the end of the anthem and totally nailed it oh, and amazing. held it for an eternity <laughs> on Fox Sports the, probably the day <laughs> after um, they've cut to the vision of it so this is only time anyone's <laughs> talk about the national anthem being really really good at the end of it it's sort of Benny surprised himself, I think, and the footage like no one can see my face, but he's giving it like the sort of appreciative stank face. He's gone <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> So Fox Sports have done this thing on him, and he's like, they're like, he knew he got it. He knew he did it. Player of the day. Yeah, he was sort of player like, of the other day. He's like, yeah, he knew it was all over it, and they're all giving him props for it.
2: It's funny. There's certain things where you just don't expect props and one of them was us landing in new york city on the turkish Airlines flight ah. the person landed so the pilot i shouldn't say person it was the pilot yeah. landed highly trained many highly years, <laughs> dedicated to landed his landed so well you wouldn't believe it everyone applauded what? at the, yeah, at the yeah. end of the flight i couldn't believe it and i was just like i'm going to do it too because yeah. it was just because the thing is they have screens in the seats where you can watch the plane land like they've got a camera at the front, yeah, so you actually yeah. see the runways. It's like like a GoPro. Yeah, I, exactly. I, same on my flight. Yeah, that's one
0: occupation where you really should be focused on outcome. Uh, <laughs> landing that motherfucker. I thought you were going to say
2: the cameraman. No, my have Got a mount.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I had on my flight from the, um, landing in LA. It was sick. You're just like seeing seeing him line it up, yeah. and you just it's amazing. You hit like the middle point. Yeah. Well, people actually Did the face. because it didn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I man. could
1: imagine that's what was happening. <laughs> an applause.
2: An applause sank, is pretty. I love
1: that. You know when you land in Israel yeah. with, a I think it's um, El Al, is the Israeli Airlines, everyone applauses, yeah. applauds, applauses, applauses, because yeah. we're, we're back in the chosen yeah. land. Oh, that's amazing. We're like applauding yeah. that we are back home. Back that's, home. Yeah. That's now that's, right. that's emphasis that's on the Jew of Jewish. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> How do you, do you know when you're doing a performance in general, Say so when you're doing the musical, anything like that. Do you, how do you sense how you're feeling? Is there certain things sense of whether or not it was good or not? Yeah, whether it's good or not, and do you actually feel it? Because when I'm watching things, like when I actually watch a uh, <laughs> watch a performance, the um, I'm more interested in like we watched ballet a few months ago, and I was more watching and thinking about how the performers were feeling and what they were like I wonder if they're friends I wonder like what's the relationship here all that sort of thing like what's actually going on in your head when you're doing a performance
1: uh well I sort of feel like the more that's going on in my head yeah. the less chance I have of doing anything remotely good okay mm. um I do my best shows when I I'm in a complete state of trust mm-hmm um, I trust that my voice is working really well. I um, trust that my, um, my my scene partner or partners um, are, are vibing and playing. Uh, I know exactly what I want uh, in that scene as my character, and I just let it all happen. Yeah. And some of those performances, and they're the ones that you kind of go, that was, that was that was a bomb when you go, I have no idea what happened out there. Yeah. Don't yeah. remember it. Don't really remember it. It's a flow, um, isn't it? it? Yeah, state of flow, yeah, and yeah. I reckon if you speak to any, uh, probably elite athlete or yeah. whatever, like Fed probably doesn't remember every part of some of those, you know, those sixty-five yeah. Wimbledon. Wins. I thought you said yeah. Fev, like both. Oh, <laughs> yeah, going back from <laughs> sixty How before you- he got absolutely <laughs> wasted. <laughs> what about though? And I think that's that's the, the important state. That's just that's that's where you, where you want to be. That's complete yeah. state of trust, and then you literally are just living in the moment and allowing emotion yeah. to do to do the work
0: what about though say if you have you had this an emotional role that it requires you to be really emotional and, and channeling those things have you had a fight before you've gone on stage and it's actually been a great
1: a great outcome because of the bad feelings before yeah, the- yeah totally like um uh doing doing beautiful i mean he's probably the most emotional role i've played and there were times when uh when yeah things would happen off stage that uh, would dictate um, moments on stage and and uh, and for a time there I was like no I, I can't let this get, it, get in away but but after a while you just go I'll just use that yeah fuck it I'm totally using oh, oh, that anger and, and I and I need you it's need like being in that when you do in something a relationship, so I'm
2: just going to use that oh yeah they fucking left the seat up yeah and they, and they just <laughs> they put
1: it in a bank and then that fight happened six months later. And they fucking refer to every little thing you've done. You know, okay. I <laughs> definitely do you, think because you're perfect.
2: <laughs> how, do you, how do you actually use it? What is the And it, like, is it in the actual performance or
1: like yeah. if you've got negative energy, can you use it on I a positive? Call it a negative energy. I yeah. just say like, um, you know, something, uh, something, something really funny happened off stage. Yeah. And you, you know, you're about to enter a, a scene where you fall in love with someone yeah. for the first time. There's there's an energy that that a playfulness yeah or, mm. yeah, um, yeah that, that, that's really that's really warm there and I mean if you see the show if you saw the show five times you'd probably go I didn't notice anything different but <laughs> it's just a it, it's just a truth that mm. is running through my veins at that time that it, you can mm.
2: you can use can no. you enjoy watching other shows or are you constantly analysing things
1: like a filmmaker no, no. <laughs> saw that cut shit cut <laughs> uh, no 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 no, no. Shit I, I, um, <laughs> I, I have to uh, I, I I have to watch shows and enjoy them. Yeah. For what they are. Occasionally when there's a role I go, "Ooh, I'd like to play that." I start watching a little <laughs> bit analytically. But
2: I mean, I saw that um Paul you... Leeds just trying to do the performance. They just see you in the corner yeah, of you're right. miming you their
1: words. <laughs> well, to tell you the truth, I was sort of doing that when I saw a waitress yesterday because yeah. I'm uh, auditioning for that in London at the moment. Oh, awesome. great. Um and um Good,
0: good business doing a post yeah. on Instagram. We <laughs> yeah, saw yeah, that.
1: Um, I'll see how, how it goes. Uh, but I saw Dear Evan Hansen the other night, um, and it's the best thing I've seen in ages. And I was—I I just sat there as a complete audience member, just mesmerized by everyone in it, the subject matter of the piece, um, the quality of, of the production. I was just like, "This is, mm. this is why I've come to New York. Yeah. It's pure inspiration of just going, because I, like after doing a long run of a show." You you just so zapped that you go the thought of doing a musical, sometimes for well for me that's how I feel I go I, I just can't bear it. So coming to to like like my well is one run dry on that front. Coming here it's just this incredible fuel that yeah. that enters me that I don't get anywhere else. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty magical space. Yeah. And so tonight you're going to. I'm hang going to out. see beautiful.
0: You're going to see beautiful.
1: Uh, mu- so I've never, I've, I've never seen you, it. You'll be judging the guy that plays
0: you, <laughs> won't you? Evan. Like- well,
1: it's funny. Um, Evan is um, has become a, a mate of mine online. Like when when uh, I first got cast, probably, probably about two months into the run or something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, I. I, I um, contacted him online and we just started getting chatting I remember we had this long long chat it sort of started at interval I, I, I messaged him during interval of a show and then by 2am we were still sort of chatting um, so we, we've re- remained friends and then we caught up the other night and we went to um, Broadway took me to Broadway bowling which I was trying to explain to you guys off air and then told me to shut up so we can show ch- for this <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the community here is so strong I mean when you got that many plays and musicals um, you, you just have this incredible community it's not like that at home so they've got all sorts of things they do they like in the summer there's like each team has a baseball team each team each cast has a baseball team um, and in in the in the fall um, and in the winter they go into bowling and so I was playing on the Carol Kingpins King um, <laughs> Kingpins and I think we were up against the play that goes wrong yeah. which is a play here that's been running for a long time um, and so each, each Wednesday they, they do this after the show and um, there's drinks and some food and whatever, and you you know you get to sort of meet people in different casts and it's 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 really really cool yeah. um so anyway i 'm going to see the show tonight i can't i can 't wait i wonder I wonder what happens yeah. um, and then uh then we 're going to have for drinks and stuff afterwards and i 'll meet some people in the cast and sort of um which I did the other day, but more and i you know it's just interesting to share experiences um because you know, no. Even though it's the same show, no two experiences will mm. will be the same. So I think you'll have an appreciation for it because you know no. exactly what goes you, into totally every second. And, and Evan did say, he's like I'm, I'm going to have to like, you know, do big vocal warm ups and like <laughs> being like on my best game." I'm like, "No, mate, I'm not going to be there judging <laughs> McJudges and you all the while going, i 'I'm going to have my binoculars.'" <laughs> <now>. <laughs> no, I, I I I just don't need to be like that. I just want to appreciate it. And um, yeah, he's. He's a great guy and I spent time with Chelina, who plays well she's on a break at the moment but she uh, she plays Carol I had lunch with her and went out for drinks with her the other night um, and um, yeah beautiful beautiful energy and just great great human so when, when you know someone well I, or when I know someone well I don't go into a show um, looking to pick them apart I go in sort of wanting to do the best job and being yeah. super uber proud of them for that job um, so yeah. yeah how can
2: we be a better audience to musicals and how to can you be a better audience yeah.
1: to, to musicals um, stop heckling <laughs> number one have you had a heckler oh yeah in Beautiful I had heckles because he's such he's such an asshole to her um, Gee, that's you know you're doing a good job if you've got a heckler it's a play dude it's, play, a, dude. it's <laughs> not real yeah, oh, I had real a guy in the this. front front row <laughs> <laughs> We've
2: got some serious pumping going on, some music.
1: <laughs> um, a lot of he had people a, in he New had York a do-rag on. Yeah. And I love any any guy who has a do-rag. I just yeah. think it's the sickest He's thing. He's getting it done. What is it, what's uh, a do-rag? What's club? a do it The headpiece? A,
2: is it, okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um,
1: it's beyond a, um, what's what's the other one called? A bandana. bandana. It's beyond a bandana. It covers the full head, usually. So I had a guy in the front row once. There's just this scene where... He's cheated on her a couple of times, and she, she catches him, really, and uh, knocks on the door of the apartment of the woman he's sleeping with, and she comes out, and she said, is Jerry here? She, the woman goes, no, and then Jerry walks out, and he's like, is it the food? Oh. Oh, no, no it's Um And uh, when that happens, I stood at the doorway, and the guy in the front row goes... Oh, you're a fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you reckon he meant it? He was like, did that come out? So, was the moment. so that, was,
1: that was a brilliant one. I had a woman in Did it have a
2: reaction from the rest of the audience? Do you remember?
1: Uh, he said it sort of not loud enough that people behind. Like maybe two, <laughs> two and three could hear <laughs> just him. to you. Certainly the musical director could hear him in the, in, the, in the pit. And certainly me and Esther could, could hear him. Um, who played Carol. And then there was one, an, an incredible one. It's the all-time best. Yeah. Woman, front row of the dress circle, in a in a silent moment in that scene too, where not only is he sort of come out and he's, you know, done this, he's totally unapologetic about his behaviour. And she just goes, You're an asshole. <laughs> and like the whole theatre just stopped yeah. and then erupted yeah, in sure. laughter. And then I I have I'm I'm have the next line, and Esther's looking at me like <laughs> I had to laugh. <laughs> just, oh, I just couldn't cope with it. And it turns out, and then that that day it turns out for the, the like three or four days in the whole run, I had to give a speech afterwards for um uh for for an, another charity. That I'm ambassador for called um um Entertainment Assist. So that's so noisy. Um, yeah, it is. Entertainment Jack Assist. Cameras, we're in New York. Yeah. Entertainment Assist is um it's, it's basically a charity that that looks after the mental health of. Everyone in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had this opportunity to speak after the show. And I said, first things first, where who and where is the woman who called me an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, it's me! It's me! she's like wanted, wanted her moment and I go. You, I want to meet you <laughs> afterwards at stage door. For a selfie. Let's come out So uh, so it turns out she owns a place just around the corner called Mrs. Palmer's. Yes, I yeah, love Mrs. Pa- Mrs. Palmer's The, the Mec- Mexican oh, So good. So so good. We, so well, I'm sold I'm going <laughs> there. Yeah, mate, it's yeah. so, good. so um, yeah, she was she was a uh, a hoot. So I don't know how we got onto this topic. Oh but, yeah, um, audience, how can we do oh, yeah, audience? We so we've,
2: we've don't we've learned don't, how to get a selfie do, with Josh Timman. Unless you own a chicken schnitzel
1: themed. Sort of <laughs> or something of pub? the equivalent yeah, exactly. um, so listen to the the um, intro that says turn your mobile phones off because yeah. <laughs> there's nothing worse than you're in, in a TED scene or in a song or something whatever and the mobile phone goes off um, stand up at the end Yeah, just stand up yeah, yeah. the thing is you have to leave the theater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and within about a minute of when you would have to stand up yeah, in the appropriate, you're going to stand up anyway, yeah. mate. So just stand
2: the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> like- it's the opposite of the the uh, aeroplane rule where everyone fucking stands so- up straight away yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when we're not even at the gate. Yeah. This is the opposite. This is not an aeroplane. You can stand stand up yeah, sooner yeah. Yeah. rather yeah. than later. And on
1: Broadway, everyone always stands. Yeah. To um, give a
0: clap or to just say thank you, that was great. Well, so, they, yeah, it's like a standing ovation.
1: Yeah, standing ovation. But I think they also are aware that in 30 seconds' time they're they're leaving. Yeah, um, efficient. So I'm yeah, sure it's the an,
2: Germans. An, <laughs> an, oh, the Germans! <laughs> they, they're they Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. They are up. They, the Germans, yeah. are very
1: efficient. They love to stand up and dance in the Um That would that would make people audiences better. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't use your mobile phone during the show. That's that's another one. Yeah, cuz um, you could
0: does that throw you when you're seeing people in there like are you the
1: face lit up. Are you doing your head in like, "Oh, does this person even give a shit?" Yeah, I you know If it's an emergency or whatever, I totally understand it, but if you're just it's like It's hard to get that context. If you're just there looking at the at the gram, yeah, or the facey, yeah. Um, I must be really boring. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I must be doing a terrible thing: I think job. it
2: reflects more on the audience of like, and also the day and age that we're in where it's like people don't even realize that yeah. they're doing it, right? They're checking totally. this sort of
1: shit. Yeah. Well, I've had a few, a few chats to performers here about um, the sort of future of the business. Yeah. Where, where's it going? And I did see something on the West End last week called Six, which was amazing. But it was 75 minutes. Um, no, no intermission long time.
2: No, that's short. No, Isn't that's it? short. I yeah, mean, it's, it's short. like <laughs> normally <you're> t- <laughs> it's... Like, no, no, I could not, oh, uh, mate. I, I could hold an hour a, and 15, an uh, hour 45. 45. The last musical that Tommy went to is actually the ones where the school, you know, they have the school performances <laughs> and the the uh, the actors can't like do the tour. Have you actually ever done that? The tour where the actors go to schools and they do like a performance on bullying. Oh <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: that's <laughs> they go they're they're
2: short they're short. Sort
1: of sort of like um, was it was it Henry the giraffe used uh, yeah. uh, yes, to come uh, yes no it, uh, what was his name um Harold Harold Harold, Harold.
2: Harold. 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 the giraffe Harold's
0: done. Yeah. He's yeah. done. When I was in New Zealand I saw the Harold um, like a, a funeral No, no. <laughs> exactly. Well, they're all dead now. But there was a v- place with all of the vans of Harold over oh, there. But sad. it's all done. Is that I, when you I, were? Streaming? I, no, 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 no. That no. was actually recently when no. I was there with my wife and baby. Okay. <laughs> a lot different
2: times. No, so, but they're not. It's not short like a little school performance. like no, no. It's a, So like normal. musical, it's
1: normally uh, two and a half hours with intermission. So yeah. uh, uh, normally it's a 70-minute act and a 60-minute act and a 20-minute intermission. Mm-hmm. So to go just one through with 75 minutes as a sort of mm-hmm. new thing is basically because they're just going, um, people don't have the attention span. Yeah,
0: totally. Oh, 100%. 100%. To get back to It's a it. long time. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't look at my phone is because I paid so much money to be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's half the time. I yep. want to get my money's worth. <laughs> but the other so thing I'm focused, about that is what, should I'm, or not.
1: <laughs> what I'm interested in is a uh, producer's going to go, all right, well, the cost of that ticket is 70% of the cost of a normal Running musical because, yeah. you know, you're only there for seventy five minutes. But can them can we then do a two pm, six pm, and eight thirty? oh they want yeah. them, them, them or nine pm or like, can we, is that how do we you think do this it? Is going to be good for the industry? Um, well, if it means that we go from doing eight performances a week to doing twelve or thirteen, yeah, um, uh, I, I'm. I'm I'm sort of scared about where that where that can go. I thought yeah. you were going to say I'm going on strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just don't want it to be like the performer can be an absolute robot. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. Or a or a eight a week.
0: There's a day. What day are you doing too? What days that? Uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wednesday? wow. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that that already is a, a lot to do. Eight a week for a year or two years or how many years people do it for? But um, uh, yeah, I, I have scary thoughts about the the. 12, work 13, work. 14 show a week.
2: Well, the amount of energy it just takes. You'd all, you'd just have to have a revolving door of talent, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, you'd want to have some shows off a yeah. week. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Josh Pitterman. Mate, thank you for uh, spending your time in New York City just to hang out with us Mate, and do so some good. people I love that. watching.
1: You know what? We got we got to a lot of stuff there. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, come, this,
0: this, pro- this podcast is that whole essence of what you said, progress versus outcome. The yep. progress, like us doing this and... Going through the energy of the the show, if we want to call it that, yeah. it is called the Daily Talk Show, so I will call it the show. But you do, you feel different energies. You're singing one minute, like we've oh gone God. through so much. Yeah. It's great.
2: Awesome. Enjoy Squirrels. the rest of your trip, mate. And what? So what's next? You're off to London or I'm Melbourne? To, I'm or? actually off
1: to Italy. Oh, awesome! Uh, for 12 days. Sick. Horrible. Uh, horrible. It'll be hideous. Uh, you guys have just been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I can't wait because I've never been to Italy as an adult. Oh really? Um, I think I was eight or something when I went and yeah. I'm just exploring and um, and hopefully falling in love in every city. Yeah. Like I, like I want to have that like fantasy yeah, of like and then like sort of like sing an Italian to her and she sort of, everything happens in slow-mo yeah. and there's a vineyard yeah. in the distance <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So I hope that, ha- I'm in five cities, so I hope that happens five times. Um, and then I'm back to London for a few weeks for some more auditions and stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks,
2: mate. It's The Daily Talk Show. Hi at The Daily Talk Show if you want to send us an email or you can check out our Reddit too. reddit.com forward slash R forward slash the Daily Talk Show. Have a good one. See you guys. Thanks, guys.